of uh, sh- shit we're gonna tear. Uh, we're gonna tear this shit up today. We're gonna roast. We're gonna roast this bone on today's episode. Are you ready for this? Are we going in? I'm ready to go in. Let's get into it. Welcome, golden gods and goddesses. Welcome to Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards. Welcome to our It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast, where every single episode we are talking about the best and the worst that the gang has given us over the years on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. How's it going? My name is Brayden. I'm here joined today by my friend Adam. Hey, y'all. And we got our friend Donnie on the phone with us today. What's good, y'all? We need to fucking do an episode in person soon. Yeah. Too long. Yeah, when's your, when's your new spot going to be ready, Donnie? Uh, I mean, it's technically ready. Um, mm. Nothing was set up today, and I wasn't going to set it up. Like, the table's where it needs to be. Like, every, like, the mics and everything are just still, like, all completely disconnected. Like, the stands, the fucking whatever the piece connects from the stand to the mic, whatever that shit is called, and all that is, like, all separated. Unplugged. Well, we will we'll have to get back to it soon. We will be back in person together soon but the person who is not here today is the dish of the day the tornado came back with a furious vengeance and a deep anger and uh came and swept him away so uh lord knows when he'll be back but today we are talking about the gang gives frank an intervention that's what's going on the list of lists today that's right the list of lists almost 50 episodes guys today is going to be the 49th entry on it the list of lists is every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that we have ranked uh, on one list together. And uh, it's it's interesting so far. If you want to see uh, the best and worst of it, go to our Always Sunny Pod. That's our subreddit, our Always Sunny Pod. There you can find uh, all the links uh, to listen to us as well as the list of lists. That's uh, on our subreddit and follow us at Always Sunny Pod on twitter and instagram for more stuff about the show let's give a quick shout out wildcard crew listener of the episode we're going to give a shout out to henry henry thank you for your five star review on apple Podcasts. we appreciate you so much and thank you for reaching out to us on instagram Uh, we appreciate you and if you want a shout out on the podcast be sure to leave us a five star review on spotify or apple podcasts let us know what your favorite episode is. Hit us up. We love hearing from you guys. That's the whole point of doing this, is to get the community together talking about It's Always Sunny. Let's get into it today, guys. Uh, now that we got our business out of the way. The gang gives Frank an intervention. We are going to talk about this episode a bit generally. And then after discussing it for a bit, we are going to put our emotions and our feelings and our arguments on a scale of 1 to 10. And we're going to throw numbers at each other and get a score and put this episode amongst 48 other episodes. What will happen? Bring a gun. Yeah, bring a gun, get strapped, uh, and we're going to find out. Let's start it out. Uh, Let's go with uh, 11 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. This episode uh, came out uh, October 8th, 2009 is when this episode uh, premiered. We got Fred Savage directing and Rob, Glenn, Scarp Martyr, uh, Rob Rizal, uh are all in on this episode. Uh, I didn't see credits for Charlie, so he's out this one. But we got quite an interesting episode. 
Well, he's in the episode, Charlie. He is. He is in the episode. He didn't write it. Uh, <laughs> I was about to make that joke. We do. We do got everyone in this episode, including some fun side characters, because the gang is uh, rejoining uh, and interacting with uh, Frank's family when they go to a funeral that Frank has not informed them on, uh, in which they think they're going to a party. Yeah, and, well, it's a it, you know, it's like a little party in the park. Yeah, uh, you know, a uh, party in the park uh, in, the way, in the way that, you know, um, a funeral procession is a parade, you know. It's, it's, all, it's all how you think about it, right? Uh, so we got the gang at a funeral, and then we got Frank trying to get with uh, someone who they call Aunt Donna, and I can't not hear Auntie Donna. Uh, they, we got Frank trying to get with Donna. Um, but he gets with Gail the Snail. Uh, Marilyn Raskob is in this episode. We're going to talk about her later. Um, a lot of just insanity on this episode. A lot of intervening. A lot of intervention. Um, so let, let's see where this goes, guys. Uh, we, we got our guns. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's, let's get to it. You guys want to just start from the beginning? Because uh, I feel like that's really where, where you got to start to unpack the calamity in this episode with wild with the, ride. Yeah. With the gang in the car. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Adam, you seem like you were, you were really enjoying this one. So I'm gonna let you lead the charge on the cold open here. Oh shit. Wow. That's a lot of pressure. Um, what'd you think? I think it was a great cold, <laughs> cold open. Of course. Um, great. They're, they're drinking in the car, um, on the way to, they're wearing like the most like, Springtime, summer outfits, colorful, very colorful, with a lot of fun activities, so the soccer ball, you know, water gun, frisbee, wine and diet coke, you know, um, for for what? Which, by the way, they don't really talk that much about in the opening scene. The wine, they kind of glance over. Well, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Or are they talking strictly about that? I don't remember. But then they show up. <laughs> no, they talked about it. They talked about it. Yeah. But then they show up. They get out of the car. He, he, made the, he made the comment about he thought he was being discreet. And they were like, Frank, you have right yeah. all over your Yeah, you got yes. right all over discreet at all. It, regardless, yeah. that's all just the setup for like the, one of the funniest gags of, I think, the season for sure of the cold open. But for the show, maybe, you know, they pull up and where are they? They're at. They realize they're at a fucking funeral. Mm -hmm. And we don't even see the funeral. We just see them, their reaction, mm -hmm. panning out to see their colorful outfits. You know, Mac has a really classic, the, the fucking neon visor and the, uh, the shirt. Um, I love that you're doing like a shot for shot. Like, cause it, but, it's, but you're it's also really like well, admitting that you don't remember the details. I don't remember the, the details. So this is like, I don't, this is great. I want to see. I don't see remember what, what they're talking about. I'm saying like, it was a big setup for that big reveal, which was That's really great. funny. There's like this thing that there's such a good there's this thing that they're like really starting to perfect in this show where it's like a sunny switcheroo where it kind of like um you know the answer you're you're expecting like a crazy answer but the the answer I don't want to use the term random because I feel like it was bastardized back in middle school with random equals funny lol xd mm -hmm. but like where like not this. they they talk That's about where they talk about like Frank being covered in grease. He's like, it's yeah. not grease. It's sap. Yeah. Like, it's just so one off that like, you know, you're expecting a punchline anyways, but it, 
Sonny has his way of subverting something. So it's almost like a, a dirty joke, but it's not, if that makes sense. Like it's so hard to it, describe. It's a place because they went to a place where you shouldn't go. I guess like, I don't know. Well, yeah. And then like the, um, you just get a lot of, you get a lot of this, this episode where, um, like the, the wine and the diet cocaine, like that's, that's ran, that's like random enough where it feels like only the show could do this. Yeah. Um, it is it, great. But even with thinking too deep, like showing, showing it wasted at a funeral and having a good time that has Frank's intention. It's a great cold, cold open. I don't know. Could Donnie, you- what do you think? Donnie. Back to you, Donnie. Yeah, no, I agree. Anything um, to you, Donnie? Obviously, they Go don't have it. a good relationship at all, but this has to be the first time that they're finding out that their uncle died. Yeah, what's I'm assuming, yeah, the right? relation? I'm yeah. Frank didn't tell them before. Yeah. Your uncle Crow. Yeah. Is yeah it, obviously, they're not close. So it's yeah, their like they just found out when they get there, they were ready to party. They were all excited. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just completely flipped the script. And then Frank's still there to party and have a good time. Classic. Uh, yeah, no, I think it was a really good cold open for sure. Yeah. Frank is as faded as the paint on the it's... Range Rover. Did you guys catch that? No. That Dennis owns a Range Rover, yeah. but it no. looks it it's really starting to look like the the piece of shit, the the golden chariot. It's funny to think that they kind of like they don't really give a shit about Frank. Um, you know, the idea they don't give a shit, shit about his drinking or anything, but they care that Well, that's what sets he, it up. Yeah, I know. That's what sets up yeah. that whole story is is that's what sends them into their two groups. Yeah, it pisses them off. Whether or not they give a shit. Yeah, but okay. also for wasting their time and tricking them. They're mad. At, they're more mad at the fact that they tricked, that Frank tricked the gang than they are upset their uncle died or they're upset about Frank's drinking problem. Well, at this point, they know he's not their dad, so they're not yeah. related then, right? What do you? I don't get how the whole Reynolds family tree works, man. I, I don't no, want to That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, you know, they're more concerned with, like, they don't give a shit that their uncle died, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit. They put the fun in funeral. Yes. You know? They just know how to put <laughs> the just fun scumbags. in fun. And if people aren't, honestly, if you're not getting turned at my, my funeral, what, what, what are you there for? Let's, let's have a party. Let's have fun. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I fucking I don't go to funerals. You just avoid them. I'm I gonna I'm gonna put down specifically yes. that you can get everything I own, but you have to speak at my funeral. How about that? Uh, I'll just you can give it to somebody else. Hopefully, I, <laughs> no, no, I take that back. Hopefully, I die before you. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll have yeah. to worry about it. I don't know. Uh, I, I I really like uh, Charlie pointing out the d- direct motive in the, in the funeral where he literally says like, oh, well, this wasn't a problem, but now it's affecting us. So yeah. we got to do something about it. Now it's starting to affect our lives. Yeah, starting to affect our lives. And then in the scene, we also get Gail the Snail played by the wonderful Marilyn Raskub. Who Chloe from 24. It, she is yeah. so funny. She's great. She She's on. Mr. Show, uh, I'm watching The Dropout. She's on The Dropout, and she is great in, in serious roles. She's wonderful, uh, and I think, honestly, steals the show somehow. What's The Dropout? The Dropout's the Elizabeth Holmes story. Is she who? Who is she? She's like the woman who frauded people in the medical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
she she had the she was saying she could do the blood test with one drop and she was faking her voice and stuff right yeah there's like a whole bunch of yeah so you keep saying that like marilyn raskub was playing a serious role what's her name holmes she was playing a parody. she was playing a role herself a parody herself anyway right so that's why it works i mean you know i mean obviously she looks and maybe sounds a bit like her i guess but you know, she's such a good comedian that she can. She's playing like a serious but parody role. Oh yeah, there's like some subtle like co- comedy to the way that she like her con. Oh yeah, I mean yeah yeah because she like changed her voice. To... She pretended to be like something that she wasn't. Yeah, fraud yeah. whole yeah yeah. I I aren't we all playing characters? You know, when you get right down to it, Adam. <laughs> Donnie, yeah, Donnie, yeah, but what are we scamming are you? Playing? You, are we scamming academia and and like college? And like met the medical community. Hey man, what what's one uh, negative test result on a cancer screening? Am I right? <laughs> ha! Wow. Whoa. That that got jeez really fucking dark. We need uh, to intervene, to, but bro. but to talk about this show, uh, yeah, Gail the Snail. I think despite the fact that everyone is like really like cranked up to ten on this episode, uh, including Frank, obviously, Gail the Snail manages to somehow steal this episode i think yeah of course oh, yeah is is that a hot take what are you guessing donnie i think it's hard for her to steal the episode um i think i mean her character is perfect she's hilarious um i mean she was there a decent amount i just i think everyone else just participated so much more in the episode that like it's hard to say she stole it but like can't completely disagree with it i think she played a solid role and enhance the episode for sure. That's fair. That, wow. Yeah, I agree. I will say it, it took me... What do you mean she stole it? Like, what does that mean to you? Like, I, I think um, percentage-wise, as far as, like, time on screen versus, like, amount I'm, like, I guess laughing or enjoying what's happening. Uh, Everyone is really high this episode, but literally every single thing she does this episode and says uh, is it it had me going. I don't know. You you can attest. We just watched it right now. I was was in stitches. Me too. But to your point, like to make the gang be like, you're the wacky one. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I, I never really understood it took me honestly a couple viewings of her character to really understand like what what she is which is the adult child i don't know i don't know why that took me so long to like figure out that that's like really the entire mo yeah you're you're 33 you're supposed to be sexually active (laughs) like i i don't know i was a bit slow on that one but um brand new appreciation definitely the opposite of whatever nafsta much funnier second time around. Yeah, because we're dealing with like a professional. Well, yeah. 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 Did you guys catch that when Dennis and Dee are talking about uh, salting Gale? They, Dennis is like explaining, he's like, because when you put salt on a snail, it, it, and then Dee turns to him and is like, it's supposed to shrivel up. Like she says it to him like she's never done it, but Dennis has definitely done it. I think that's a fun little character quirk, like Dennis, the the psychopath who's like... I didn't catch that. Wow. I don't know. Definitely could be looking way too into yeah, it again. I, I know we do that sometimes. 
But the gang goes on to proceed to actually try and give Frank an intervention, which is when things get really interesting. Uh, When the gang gets intervened on, proceeds to start to get intervened on, and they make the plans that they need to bring guns and nets and and ambush him. Uh, What'd you get? What'd you guys think of this? Uh, Well, your first point, uh, I'll let Adam answer the second part, but um. I mean, I think you're probably right. If it ha- if like that scenario played out exactly how you said, like I don't remember that exact conversation, but like that's exactly what they were going for. I feel like like Dennis is a psychopath that has literally probably salted actual animal snails and watched them shrivel up. And D's like, yeah, I've heard that before, but like I've never <laughs> seen it. I've never done it. Like who knows if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, no, I 100 like, yeah, if that's how it played out, I mean, I think that's fairly intentional, if not 100 percent intentional. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think. What was the second part of your yeah, question? I don't the, the sorry. Part of oh, was. sorry. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I got given too caught up with the respond. first part. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. I shouldn't. Because I, I definitely you know. agree with what. what well, I could have cut you I off, but see, yeah, I just. You should have. The, the fuck is pacing. Am I right? Like, I need to be paying it. To, I need to be more mindful <laughs> of you on the computer, Donnie. You know? And you listening <laughs> on your earphones. Yeah. Or you in, in your car we stereo. Don't, we don't check in with you guys out. How yeah, are you how doing? are you guys doing? We don't apologize around here. Yeah, you listen. I didn't say we were apologizing. No, no, no. never. Hey, let's, we don't apologize. No. Well, hmm. oh. and I'm sorry for saying that. It was slightly learning is healthy. But continue. What was the second part? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get back. I love that I just made a joke about how our pacing is off, and then we just did that monstrosity. Um, That's fine. Yeah, yeah it's here. fine. It's fine. Hopefully, you guys are still Everything here fine. with us. Uh, the intervention scene, we were talking about, uh, the gang setting up the actual intervention with the guns and the nets Oh, uh, and the wine in the can starting to make more of an appearance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Watching them, um, watching like a real therapist watch the, the gang and their interaction unfold live and her, her expression, cause she, like, she's. They're not there for them, right? Obviously. Yeah. So just watching her expression at, at how just um, dysfunctional these people are themselves and like, what the fuck? It's that thing we like on the podcast what? here where they uh, interact with people yeah. that are normal. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, she, she's pretty normal. Therapists aren't normal, man. They're all whack jobs and crooks. Hey, man. That's why I don't see a therapist and I just smoke weed. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, tight. Right. Right. Oh, really? Really? Are you intervening? (laughs) Intervention. (laughs) Intervention. Their use of the word intervention and like its derivatives is their their wordplay of this episode is very good. You know what I mean? Their word economy. I feel like I need to like, come on, uh, explain that joke there. Uh, Yeah. Definitely see a therapist. Don't don't cure your problems with drugs. Uh, But yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. On your on your uh, second point there, yeah. Are you are you intervening? I'm I'm in, I'm <laughs> like, I'm intervening I'm intervening yeah, on your favorite. board. I guess we could I could have saved that for like quotes or humor, but like, uh, it's a credit to this episode. I think just you know how <laughs> just their wordplay. They're, they're, they 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 none of them have a grasp. Yeah, it's like it's like their ignorance of of what an intervention is and the actual word, but somehow they still use it correctly at some time. Charlie does not use it correctly. Sometimes. 
Yeah, he once does, or twice he doesn't. He he does kind of use it a couple times where it feels like he's meaning to use another word. I I get that. Uh, also, um, is so is Fred Savage like is is he on the the show permanently now? He's here to stay, and I'm pretty sure he yeah. still is directing newer episodes. Yeah. I oh, want to sure. say, I don't want to speak too certainly, but I think he's a fixture at this point. I want to, I want to see them like interact with like Rob and Glenn and Charlie. I want to see, and Caitlin, even Danny. I want to see them like interact with Fred Savage. God, I'd kill to be, in, I would kill yeah. to be in that writer's room. Yeah. Ah, uh, cause he's like TV royalty. Yeah. Savage. I mean, Hollywood royal, but like, you know, mm-hmm. um, anyway. Yeah, uh, we we and then we got arguably one of the best scenes, one of the Which best one? scenes in this episode. Uh, we got Frank and Mac walking down along the road. Oh yeah, yeah. What'd you guys think of that? There's in my head the mental image of Frank walking five miles down the road, like not knowing someone's there, basically talking to himself. Uh, you saw how violently that beer popped. Like he's shaking those beers. Oh yeah. I was going to say, I wonder what direction they gave Danny DeVito. It feels like there's a lot of like Will Ferrell style improv in this episode. Yeah. Like, how so? Their their banter, like in the previous scene we were talking about with the playing the intervention, where they're like just kind of, yes, and you're going to need a net. Yes, and you're going to need a gun. Yes, and we're going to ambush him. Like, and the explosiveness too. Yeah, and I get like comedy works in threes and you need to always one up and yes and and all that stuff. I've never heard that before. Are you being sarcastic? Nope. You know, most random stuff about like literature and comedy. Yeah. It's like when you did, but yeah, so like there's like the the, like basic fundamentals of comedy that carry over a lot of things, but um, I just like it. I like there's a there's a good improv feel that I get when I watch a lot of uh, other media I like that that I'm that I'm getting here on this episode. But uh what what do you think, Donnie? I'm not Donnie? good at noticing things like that. Hey, and I'm just not good at noticing things like that. Like give yourself even more in the credit, Will Ferrell man. movies like No, I just I don't have like I don't even think things like that. Like I'm just like, oh I'm watching a movie, I'm watching a show, like, yeah, this is a script, like they're following whatever, and then like people are like, Oh yeah, no, this wasn't written. This was all like like enacted or like this person said this so we just went with that and it was just like like when i'm watching it, i'm just like yeah this is a show this is like scripted like they know what they're doing and like i just never even like think like that when i'm watching shows or movies or i don't know i just don't have that that's like, mind for it that's how my mind works i don't know why it just always i don't want to say passion like or interest like because like that's like a bad way but i just yeah i just don't have like that thought process like it doesn't come to my mind i guess here's why i like when i was younger I used to think that because you know the TV, TV TVs were much bigger when we were younger, right? Giant boxes. Yeah. I used to like physically. Physically, yeah. I used to oh. li- like think that like whatever I was watching, there was like a show. Go- it was behind the TV, and I was just looking through it. So I would like go behind the TV, you know, and be like, "Oh fuck, there's nothing there." <laughs> like a fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure that baby. wasn't a microwave you <laughs> were like, staring no. at? <laughs> no, I was like a little I want to go find the puppets. Yeah, I was like a little, yeah, come on. I was like a little <laughs> little baby boy. And I know Elmo's in there. <laughs> Where's <laughs> Elmo? Lie to me. I know he's Don't in lie there. to me. I know Elmo's in there. <laughs> hey, ho. Hey. Um, 
So I, I think now it, it's kind of transitioned into like a more like like um like intelligent way of looking at things where I'm like I'm not lo- looking behind the TV, but I'm looking in. I always look into the scene or the picture or the film, whatever I'm watching. I think sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the production of something can be just as, if not more, interesting than the actual media itself. Yeah. Um, like there's a couple like really bad, like on purpose bad horror movies, like, like yeah, the like, Greasy Strangler, like what happened with The Room, like how that became popular and they literally made a whole like movie about the making of it, uh, or like um. Uh, don't look up they did a companion podcast about that because they did that during the pandemic so they didn't have a documentary crew so they did a podcast crew and that's super interesting to listen to the last movie ever made listen to them after you listen to us uh but it's like no don't listen to them (laughs) don't listen to them at all don't listen to anyone don't even listen listen to yourself wear the tinfoil hat go in the basement and read go play nightcrawlers go play nightcrawlers which is uh Another thing we got for the first time here on this episode, Nightcrawlers, guys. The favorite game of Frank and Charlie. Uh, what do we think the rules of Nightcrawlers are? Are there rules? You just crawl around on the floor like worms. You just go? This is like Dizzy Dizzy Dinosaur where it's just like you just, you just go. Yeah. What, yeah, do you, yeah. what do you think, Donnie? Regulation rules yeah, for uh, Nightcrawlers? <laughs> um... I don't know. It doesn't sound as exciting. We played something that's like not like similar at all, but I guess like slightly because there's blankets. But we used to call it, we used to play the blanket game. And it was basically, I guess, like crush the carrier, but like one person would have to wear a blanket over their head and like be the person that was like it, I guess. And you'd be in a room and you'd have to like try and tackle someone else. And like if you tackled them, then like they would have to be it. So like I don't think theirs was like as intense as that, but like. I would imagine something to do with them being like covered in blankets and like crawling around and like I would imagine that they're more of like imaginative and like somewhat on a team, maybe right. not like against each other or something. Mm-hmm. But, but just trying to give each other more brain damage than they already have, basically. I like that. Should we ask, should we ask the internet? That's good, clean, wholesome fun. Oh yeah, ask the internet. <laughs> See what's the, the urban dictionary. Said. Oh wait. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can I? It's just gonna say like worms. You're gonna uh, be like, "What is nightcrawlers?" It's gonna be like worms, <laughs> used yeah, for bait, be like an animal. Um, yeah, yeah I was literally about to say that bait for fishing. Yeah, I would go fishing with my grandpa, and we'd go get nightcrawlers, but no one was crawling around. We 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 just went and got a bucket of worms. That was Whoa. about it. Whoa. Okay, so it says uh, it's a game created by Charlie Kelly. It's always sunny feeling. The game consists of people crawling around in the night on the floor of a dark room together like worms in sleeping bags, one would assume. The game has been played by Charlie Kelly for years, according to an old friend, Schmitty, who also suggests it be taken up a notch with the implementation of blankets. I forgot. Donnie Schmitty blankets. wanted to throw a wrench. So it works. Nightcrawlers is, is um, always like a question. In the show, like a long-standing question, or like if this, I think like the waitress's name. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get to this on like a jabroni talk. We talk about icebergs. I think nightcrawlers might. I don't know where that would rank, but maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do it one day. Yeah, 
Yeah, I right. just feel like it's one of those things where like they probably don't so, have a lot of rules. They probably don't have a lot of direction. Mm-hmm. Probably like very minimal, but who knows? Maybe it's the complete opposite. It's the most intricate game ever. Yeah, just because they put so much thought and effort into this one thing that they care about so much. It's harder than chess. Yeah, Nightcrawlers. Right. Yeah. All right, so, <laughs> so money's at eight on Fox. So where were we? They they they're walking <laughs> the sidewalk. They break into their their house. She, uh, Frank was sleeping with with Gail. Yeah, with Gail, and then. All back that, broke in. Yeah, and then it all comes tumbling down because they all intervene on each other. You're just mashing it. Um, I, I, I got, I got yeah. a question for you guys. Was Mac using the Dennis system on Donna? Or the Mac system? Wait, wait. Well, what do you mean? He knows wait, of the Dennis system. When we get to the episode, we haven't gotten there. Yet. Mac that already it. knows about. You have to break it all down. Mac yeah. already knows about but, it, though. So demonstrate. He, what was it? Yeah. Right. Okay, so he's. Do you have all the steps? Well, like, do you have like? Uh, no, a, I just like, I just start with the first one. He's trying to demonstrate oh, value. Okay. You know, yep. protection. I can cook you breakfast. Uh, and then what was it? Is it E? Is uh, emotional? Uh, in, engage. Emotional. I, we're, we're such bad fans. Engage yeah, we're all physically. Fans. Is it engaged physically? That's what's next. I think, right? Oh my god! All right, I fine. Think. Pull it up. So he's demonstrating value. And then neglect, nurturing dependence. And then yeah, neglect. Oh, nurturing and then neglect. Inspire uh, hope. So I guess entirely. he's engaging physically, touching her arm, nurturing dependent. He's like, I think he's going if. For like all in one, so uh, th- th- that's my theory is that because Mac already knows about the dentist system, he's doing it. I don't think he's actively doing it. He's just uh-huh. doing it. I think he, if anything, he could be using parts of it, like at the very least. Hmm. Like you said, maybe he doesn't have to complete the system for whatever reason. Because it's whatever, it's their mom or their aunt. I mean, but mm-hmm. well, I think you guys got got. I think we have a lot more of this episode that we need to talk about. When we come back, we have more intervening to do. So keep those pistols locked and loaded and uh, gargle some beers. And we will be right back. Welcome back, Golden Gods and Goddesses. Welcome back to Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards. Welcome to our intervention for you, the listener. Clearly addicted to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Why else would you be listening to this? So, one more time, follow us on Twitter and Instagram for some more sunny content. And uh, hit subscribe wherever you're listening to us. And, uh, yeah solo.to slash rumham that's our link didn't mention it earlier but that's our link the second half of this episode is a good time we're basically going to go over the episode one more time and we are going to uh put our arguments on a scale of one to ten we have uh five categories that we got here we have the story that we're going to talk about the characters the quotes the overall humor and then the wild card uh we can give up to 10 points for each you can give no points for each you can do whatever you want uh, we're going to do the math on our end. 
calculate it up, put it on the list of lists, and see where Frank getting an intervention lands. Let's start out with story. Number one, category, uh, zero to ten points. Uh, I am so conflicted on this uh, because as a story, it is very crazy, very unique, very sunny, um, but it's also super chaotic and made my brain hurt a little bit. I'm kidding. Tell me what you guys think. It wasn't that complicated. I think that it was very unique. It, it's it's such an outlandish um, plot. Um, I think it it really stands out among all the It's Always Sunny episodes, especially this one. I don't know, something about like funerals and like the dichotomy of like them wearing, you know, fucking wild outfits and like colorful, vibrant, lively outfits, being tricked in the, into going to a funeral. Who does that? Um, it, you know, 10 out of 10. Okay. What do you think, Donnie? 10 out of 10? Uh, I mean, I didn't give it, I didn't give it as much credit. Uh, I gave it a 7. Uh, I kind of agree with what you said. It had a lot going on. Uh, it's not super, like, it's not complicated or, like, crazy. It just was all over the place, a lot going on, a lot happening. I like when that happens. I like when it's bouncing all over the place. And then, again, they all still connect at the end. Every, basically, every character that was involved, besides the aunt, I guess, obviously, and Donna, uh, they were all there at the end together. I like those endings. So, uh, yeah, I give it an 8. An eight and a ten. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, there's a lot of um, I don't I don't know. Misdirections would be the the right word, sure. but there's like a lot of ways you think this episode is going, and then the characters kind of go in a completely different direction. Like in the beginning, you got Frank who is going off the deep end. Uh, he's so it's like Frank versus Dennis. Mac and Charlie, and then Dee's just kind of there. She doesn't really say much. But then once they get there, Mac kind of goes by the wayside, and then it becomes Frank versus Dennis and Dee with Charlie. And then later as the episode goes on, you know, it it goes it becomes a gang versus snail. So there's there's a there's a lot of well at the very end when they're salting her. But like and then there's like five different steps in between that I'm not really even probably thinking of. Uh, I don't know. I I really want to go an eight with it. Seven's feeling more comfortable, but you know I'll go I'll go with an eight. Can I bring you higher? You you cannot. Can but you you can try. You can try. <laughs> I think that it's a testament to the show, um, the fact that they can they can make such a convoluted. Uh-huh. And it's it's really not that complicated when you when you're when you think about it. I, know, I was being so oh. the fact that they can do that and like you know every scene is like not just like a little a little funny. We were laughing real hard. The fact that they can do that and maintain such a wild and unique story for it for it's always sunny itself. I mean, it is hard for this show to break. And there's new ground, even five seasons in, it's, it's really hard. Like week after week, how do we reiterate that these people need help? Yeah. Here, here's why it's odd. And like you said, they're breaking new ground too. That's, that's a really good point. But like, 
you know, you think you're starting with one episode, they're going to a park, oh shit, what are they going to get up to? They're going to be like, oh, there's way too many homeless people in the park or something. This is, it was going to be like a tame episode. Nope. Frank got wasted wasted, and, and tricked them into going to a funeral. They look like fucking fuddy-duddies with a soccer ball and frisbee. And, and it is so wild. And, like, they, they hardly even address the wildness of it. Mm-hmm. I, and, you know, they go to... For, and the whole episode comes full circle because at first they're questioning, like, the, the wine in, in a can. A little bit like, what the fuck? Right? And at the end, they're like, this is the best idea ever. This is the best idea. And it's not even close. You realize it's kind of like, it's got to be a fucking metaphor for something about the game. <laughs> you know how, 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 you know, they drive away anyone, anyone else in their life. They don't take anyone's advice on anything. And they just go back to the most simple, dumbest thing. No intervening. No intervening. They don't learn a jet. They don't, they don't learn anything except the very first thing that they're <laughs> arguing about when the, the episode started and it closes off like that. And I think that's awesome. And amidst all of that, they, they were, it was such a funny episode too. Great character development. What the fuck was going on with all these characters? Every character was in the spotlight, I think. And I, I and I know we're getting characters, but I'm saying like, I, I, that's that sounds like Adam was. What do you think? Admitting he wasn't uh, going to move you up and moving on to characters, but I think it's a strong argument. I mean, are you going to go to a I'm nine? I'm sticking with my eight. Uh, I'm going to stick with my eight. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. Okay, I, I, I that don't was that was with beautiful. You said. That was up there with your Costco yeah. rant you did a couple no. weeks back. That was God, <laughs> dang. That was a sarcastic rant. That was air fun. high five on that one. Yeah, that was beautiful. Uh, I t- I will tell you what I'll give a ten out of ten. The characters. Yes, I'll, right there. I agree with you. Ten out of ten on on the characters. What do you think, Donnie? Uh, yeah. Ooh, I mean, ooh, detail detail from Donnie top. in the studio. We have, yeah, we have extra the side characters. Uh, Gail the snail. Uh, Aunt Donna. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, I don't want to count the therapist as a side character. Yes, I, I do. She she's a great. She's right, very. I mean, she's a side character. She's not a recurring. She's not a recurring character. Yes, but she's a side character. But her her candor and her demeanor and her deadpanness stands out. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's she's yeah. a really solid base for how she's, absolutely to to show how insane the gang is for an episode, especially that has intervention in the title. You need to have someone that's so vanilla that it makes them seem that much crazier. You know, I think she, she, she definitely plays that, plays that very well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, 10, 10, Donnie, 10. Yeah. 10's across the board, guys. We, we don't got anything to discuss. This, this episode wow. is okay. absolutely insane. All right. Let's talk. You want to talk about? Who was your favorite character in the entire episode? Besides, oh, no, no. Oh, Gail the Snail, 100%. Gail the Snail? 100%. Yeah, she, no doubt. She is the soul of this episode. Yeah, and she's not a one-off. And I'm kind of happy. You know, I, I like to see her come back. Yeah, Spoiler. and she comes back in pretty great, I don't know. great ways, too. Yeah, I don't know that he's my favorite the whole time, but Mac at the funeral is my favorite character. Yeah. Like, it hit the whole like turnaround glance, like mm-hmm. are you sure yeah. you didn't say anything? Like that whole scene, and then like arching he his back, the random guy on the shoulder, 
and like tries to like fake condole that like guy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so like I think that small part, like he was my favorite character, like part of it. But if I had to pick one overall character, I would say Frank. Oh yeah, Frank, honestly, he, like he is the man. This episode, he, he is, is formidable. Is, the man of the hour. He got God. Like, they but, purposely were doing it, obviously, but the yeah, whole sidewalk scene. I mean, over man, the top in all ways. Over the top, good way. Yeah, master of his craft. What? I I was hesitant to say it, but like in that one scene where he gargles the beer, is he like just holding random ditchweed? Like they don't look like fresh bloom flowers. Like my dude's wild in this whole episode. I didn't notice, but fuck. I can't even, I can barely even watch that scene. Oh, I like yeah. to think he did. He did. Yeah. You know what you're writing? Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for the confirmation bias, Adam. See? That's my job. That's my middle name, I talked about Adam. how I don't, <laughs> how I don't notice certain things in film or in like watching movies or TV shows. Yeah. But that is one thing that stands out to me all the time is just like, yeah, Frank is acting and he's like being goofy and he's playing a character. But he's still being nasty as fuck and making those noises and gargling and like letting shit drool down his face and his shirt and like his shirt is still probably like a little wet and all that. So like you can fake it to some extent, but like you can't fake all of that. So like he's still doing a lot of that shit, which is just even funnier to me. Oh yeah, you can't you can't fake this, baby. Like it's obviously probably not beer, but yeah like it's probably not beer and shit obviously like it might just be like water mixed with like something else to make it bubble or whatever Mm -hmm. but like still it's still just like drool and spit and all that other shit just like (laughs) running down his face and gargling and yeah could be like non-alcoholic beer i don't know i don't know i don't know there is no alcohol it's probably just like seltzer and like a seltzer tab or some shit i'm not sure what they use specifically like like extra bubbly and not like sticky and nasty yeah like how they smoke clove cigarettes or herbal cigarettes on sets. Huh. Maybe not clove. Maybe that's that's the wrong one. Anyways, quotes, quotes. Um, what do we give it? Ooh, because I'm not going very high. I almost with this think one. I went too high. I know I didn't write down that many. Uh, I'm actually gonna lower my score. I'm gonna go down to a three. Whoa! All Ooh, right. I don't think the quotes was like. I mean, I literally wrote down three quotes. I'll give you the three quotes I wrote down. I'll see how many more you guys have. Hit me it with them. Obviously, the ones that did you? Are you, uh, he said, "Did you intervene on us?" And like, "Are you intervening on us?" Like, mm-hmm. I tied all those in together. Mm-hmm. And then when Frank and Mac are walking, he's like, "Whoa, where'd you come from?" <laughs> uh, and then at the end, when Frank's like, "You banged my dead wife," and he's like, "Well, she was alive at the time." <laughs> And yeah, I didn't write down I didn't write um, down any others. You're missing a bunch. But like those are really good. Those are hilarious. You're missing a bunch. Probably. I mean, illiterate. But, you're just what, mashing what is it. that word? No, illiterate. What does that word I even did, mean? I, that Come one did on. stand like, out. Yeah. Well, what does that even mean? Yeah. yeah. Charlie's delivery, just the premise of that entire sentence, phenomenal. Mm. Chef's kiss. I mean, again, so did that's you, one more quote. Did you interview? But yeah, no, I, I did like that one. Did you intervene on us? That that is what Donna yeah. just oh, said. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that was um, the first one. Well, she didn't do a great job. Well, don't beat her while she's you're not. You're not helping your argument, Adam. You you're not mash. You just sorry, mashing it. You didn't have. You just mashing it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You just uh, that one does it. stand out. Yeah. That's a I popular think again. One. I mean, like that, that. To me, I don't know. That's like it's more of just funny and hilarious. Like why do we never? Play I guess yeah. It, I guess it would be like quote points. Why, why do we never play Nightcrawlers anymore? Huh? And. It, you're you're not helping me. You're making uh, me think I need I, to go lower here. You're I don't just, know. You're just these are good ones. You know no, what I about this? No, someone, I, I, used to, I used to live with someone who we all know who 
I guess for a while, all he would say was it's always sunny quotes. And he would always wake up and he would wake up and he'd walk outside in the hallway and he'd be like, why do we never play Nightcrawlers anymore? And it was annoying. <laughs> what the f- I Because you know what, what I'm talking about. That's a weird <laughs> my dude, my, my dude's just out it. here n- starting <laughs> he, his morning saying, "Why, every, Adam? Why do we play Nightcrawlers anymore?" You come on, you know who I'm talking about. I'm He's not. Buddy. I'm, I'm not so fucking, gonna. I'm not giving <laughs> you that one. But anyway, I'm like, I'm like shut, what the fuck? Why are you saying this? And then he moved out, and now I'm like, fuck. I miss my buddy, my friend. Not saying it's always sunny quotes all the time, and a lot of the episodes or a lot of the quotes you'd say this episode. You, um, their use of intervention. I don't know. Yeah, funny, great. All right, I'm gonna tell you where I'm at right now. I originally had a five. I think it was too high because I didn't write that many quotes down. I went down to a three, giving you guys. All right, if you give me enough quotes, I'll go up to a four. I'm still at a three right now. Yeah, uh, you did give here, me a couple me, more. Let that me, I let, me let me the give you some ones that stand out. The illiterate uh, one. I I hope you like it crispy because it is burnt. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, later one, in that scene, Gail says, uh, I'm sexually active. You can't do anything about it. And she goes, you're 33. You're supposed to be sexually active. Yep. Come on. Those are, those are some heavy hitters. Yeah. Uh, uh, you get no joy insulting yeah. someone. Everyone loses. I was hope. see, I was, I didn't write down a lot of them because there's so much. I was hoping you would get the ones I didn't get and you're, you're doing that. Those are, those are the heavy hitters. Yeah. I think in my opinion, which is why I'm only sticking with a five. Okay. It's, it's not sure. It's not whatever you're about to give it. Yeah, it is. It's really not, mm-hmm. I feel. But I don't think it's a three like Donnie's saying. I think there's too many good ones. Like, I don't know how many years I have left. I'm going to get real weird with it. Now, cover me while I roast this bone. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Five I mean, out, again, five in total, that's like eight, nine, maybe, maybe ten quotes. Again, I mean, I don't think you're giving it too high of a score. Yeah. Bring a gun. But yeah, right. I mean, like, yeah, I'll, I'll go to a now four it's then. starting to affect. But yeah, now we're going back up to a five. Reason will prevail. All right, four, five, and a ten. We're uh, going. We're is, do, I'm doing that's this. three tens in a row for you. Yeah. All right, bud. Well, you better you better be ready to defend yourself in I overall will. humor. I will. Okay. Tell us. Well, why is this episode, Adam, a oh, ten out of ten? It has you know, to be a ten for funny, you, right? sunny episode. Hmm. Well, this you. I, we were laughing so hard. I just want to remind you, watching this episode. That is not your opening thing. argument. No, it's not. But I'm just saying, like you. Every time I, every time I trying to fucking defend my humor, everyone's like you. I was like you. Oh, I, you're like oh, I don't remember you laughing this much. I'm like shut the fuck up. We were laughing our asses off. Okay. Okay. okay this okay. is hilarious. First of all, it's like <laughs> everything. Everything from. The idea, the plot. I'll start from the whole fucking like you know grading section of the whole episode we're doing. From the plot, hilarious. It's a te- you know, Frank gets drunk, tricks them into going to a funeral. They're they're showing up with the most colorful clothing. That's hilarious. They're yes. scumbags. You know, they try and they're trying to hit on people there. They're like, we're gonna make the best of it. They don't give a shit that, you know, I mean, you know, that's what Mac is trying to do. Anyway, and. It's so funny. It's so funny. We're dying the entire episode. Oh, Every man. time they, they explode, they just want to go to zero to ten. They get I don't know, they get periodically more and more drunk. 
as the episode goes on. Okay. Their purple lips. Yeah. It's every time they try and do anything, like we're going to intervene. Well, they drink it out of wine in a can and their lips are purple. That is pretty great how it slowly progresses and it looks like it's going to be the can drinkers versus the non-can drinkers and it just ends up becoming who's going to join in on the can drinking next. And That's they, pretty good. They do the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do at an intervention. They're like, ah, oh, you're trapped. They're, they always say, don't make them feel trapped. You're trapped. You're trapped. Um, ha, come comedy on. subverting our expectations. I'm fully ready to give it a yeah. 10 out of 10 if you can convince me, but I don't think you've done it so far. What do you think, Donnie? Um, I mean, I'm definitely not going to be convincing you. Uh, I don't think I gave it like, a low score, but I gave it a seven. I just think I gave the credit to everywhere else. Like, I think it was very funny. I don't think it like there were some parts I think it got like a little slower, I guess, but overall it was very funny. I just think most of those points went in other categories that it wasn't just like purely hilarious the whole time. It doesn't just keep me dying laughing the whole time. Um I, I could maybe go a point or two higher. I just I don't want to give this episode too much credit because I really don't love it that much, but I had to give points like higher scores in other categories because they deserved it. But it just wasn't a complete hilarious episode to me. So uh, as of now, I gave it a seven. But what do you think? We'll see. I'm feeling around a nine uh, because uh, it's, it's a matter of whether or not something can keep my me like at peak interest the whole time where you know i'm having a hard time pausing it to take notes because like everything that's going down is is phenomenal and it just one joke rolls into the next so seamlessly you paused it a bunch i did so that's why i'm thinking of of going back on what i just said and switching that to a 10 um you know i dogged the quotes but this still was a really funny episode. So, I, you know, um, I'll go 10 out of 10 with you, Adam, um, to give an argument that's more than just it's funny and they showed up to a funeral in casual clothes. Uh, I think there's a lot of interesting uh, gross out humor that Sonny has become kind of known for. Um, there's there's your, your physical bits. Um, even though everyone's kind of going chaotic in different storylines and they're interweaving and splitting off here and no, they're not. Um, it's, it's the chaos that just kind of, it, it, it makes the jokes work. And it's this energy that carries the entire episode, um, very well. Um, I believe it was the last episode I reviewed where I mentioned I got bored in the middle of it. Far from the problem on this one. I think this is one of those episodes where they could have put in another five minutes and it wouldn't have been long enough still. Yeah. Um, I didn't even mention the Gail the Snail at all in my humor. And you just Gail the not. freaking snail. Marilyn See, Raskob. She's an all-around First appearance. Comedian. I got to give it 10 out of 10. Yeah. I'm actually going to keep my seven because I don't even know how to word this right without sounding. I almost sound like an idiot, I guess. But like, I like the Gail the Snail bit the whole time because she plays it so well and because it's I don't want to say necessary but like she just plays it so well and it's like somewhat relatable and like just like that type of person that like everyone just hates and is annoying but like I really don't find it funny and I actually kind of get annoyed by it like I just like I know that's the point of her character is to be that annoying person but like she actually like it irritates me like when she's around and like she's being gross and being 
disgusting and being whatever. And like, to me, that's not funny. That's just like, this is actually annoying. Like, I know she's playing the annoying character, but like, she's actually being annoying. Like, she's playing it so well. Yeah. Which is why I had to give her the credit in the characters because she plays that so well. But she's just disgusting and annoying. And I don't find that necessarily very funny. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. more the other characters reacting to her, obviously, that is funny. But yeah, I guess that's that. not to me like as funny. That's I, I think that's fair because I was I was always watching her as um in, on twenty four mm. when she played Jack Bowers like I don't know her in anything else anyway but Money Penny like just like clerk like secretary like mm. in, analyst I think yeah and I, I, a serious yeah. it doesn't matter but she's playing a serious role right but here she's like I've I'd never seen her like before so I appreciate her a lot for this kind of like how Elizabeth Holmes made a more serious role of herself, am I right? See, that's what you did earlier. Sorry. No, uh, that's not what I was saying at all. No, I know. She I, was trying to be like, God, she was a con artist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to take it back to that. God damn, God damn it. Oh, my God. You're going to make me take away my 10, aren't you? No, I don't give a shit. No, I just think it's interesting that on an episode that's meant to highlight this addition of Frank and what Frank has added to the gang for the past three seasons, in an episode where it's supposed to be showcasing Frank, we're talking about a side character, Gail the Snail. We've, I think mm-hmm. it's interesting yeah, we spent yeah. a lot of time on her this episode. I think that might be my own bias, but you guys can steer the conversation just as easily as I can. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I think there's something to say for that. Uh, the enjoyability. Enjoyment. Enjoyness? Enjoying this. Enjoy, enjoyment. So- yeah, of the, of the episode. <laughs> are you are you enjoying? Huh? I'm enjoying four tabs of acid right now, and the walls look like Holy dragons. Shit. I just no. took some. I I thought you were gonna end it. I I just took some. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was joking. No. You don't no. seem to be. Um, I had class. That that you know, if if we did do that, that'd be pretty wild of us. It's been a minute. Wild card, bitches. What's it? Someone leave it off. Uh, I gave it five cans of red wine. You gave it five cans of red wine. I gave it nine cans of red wine. I gave it. All right. Well, why did you give it nine? Uh, you know that's a good question. Kind of uh, not not like your reasoning to like justify the score, but just like why did you like did you just pick the nine cans because they use the cans of wine? I picked five because at the end they all had five. Like each of them had a can. Yeah, so I, I was. I, w- I was going to go for that one. Because... I figured. You yeah. know, what? actually, I don't know. I, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to take okay. your number and double it. Ten cans of wine out of ten. Ah, uh, yeah. Nine. Oh wow. Okay. Fair enough. I gave it ten. I just didn't know if you had a reasoning. I wasn't trying to bully you into fucking picking a reasoning. Well, but... I feel bullied. So stop. <laughs> just stop. You're trapped. You're trapped. I'm You're trapped. trapped. <laughs> You're trapped. <laughs> I swear I'll do it. I'll oh, do wait. It. No, this is an audio medium. I forgot. You guys can't see. I just pulled out of. He brought gun. his gun. Yeah. He brought- All right. How many cans of wine did you give it? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, damn, fuck you people, man. I, I gave it 10 uh, under the-, the counter hand jobs out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better than what I had. I could have given it five interventions, but I went first. So should we guess for the fans? Well, thank you, listeners, for joining this intervention with us, and we hope you all learned something. 
Now we are here with our score and the list of lists. Let's find out where this episode goes onto all of our previously reviewed episodes. Where's it going to land, you guys? Let's start out with IMDb, Internet Movie Database. What do we think the fans gave this episode, you guys? Uh, 8.9. 8.6. All right, fine, 8.7. Donnie gets it right on Damn the money, 8.7. What does the, he get? Let's go. He gets a free trip to Tahiti. Can, can we start doing this? Can we start like reading like the number one review on the episode? And then the, the least, the, the least the, favorite the, yeah. review. Oh, that would be a good time. Yeah. All right, we'll start a new segment. Cool. I like that. That's a cool idea. I All was right. just thinking how I was on a fucking cold streak because I remember for a while, I guess like a, maybe not in a row, but I guess like three or four out of five. Mm-hmm. And then the past, I think like ten or fifteen, I haven't gotten shit. You're fucking yeah, killing it, maybe dude. Maybe this is the start of another hot streak. There you go. Eight point seven. This yeah, is going to put on a it. Winning streak. It's going to be uh, tied for the top 12, tied up with the gang finds a dumpster baby, and the gang goes jihad. What do we think of this episode, you guys? Let's start out with Donnie, Mr. On the Money. What do you give it? Uh, I gave it a 6.8. Not very on the money with the fans. Donnie gives this episode a 6.8, setting it in his top 26. This is going to be number 26 for you. Uh, this is going to be tied up with, uh, what is that? The Great Recession and the gang finds a dead guy. Funnier, not as funny. Great Recession, gang finds a dead guy. Definitely funnier than the gang finds a dead guy. Don't like that episode very much. Uh, obviously, compared to the rest, I still love it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was too harsh on this episode. Was it as good yeah, as the last episode, would you say? Funnier? Was this funnier than the last episode, The Great Recession? Um, I think, I mean, I think, I think those are similar, but I think those are both, again, funnier than The Gang Finds a Dead Guy. All right. Adam. All right. Well, I'll make it easy on you. What'd you give this I gave, episode? I gave this. We're making history here, huh? I gave it a 10 out of 10. Ladies and gentlemen. Listen. The first oh, ten out of ten. Tens? The first ten out ten? of ten. Yes, and he defended it too. The dish of the day copped out and gave season three, episode eleven. Dennis looks like a registered sex offender. He gave that a ten out of ten, but he did it on a season finale, and he didn't back up all his uh, his little categories there. So can I? Hell yeah, Adam. May I? Yes. Ten out of ten. Tell us what you like. Look, there has to be a ten. At least for me, you know, I gotta find. There can be multiple ones. Be. It has to be given. I think this episode deserves it. First of all, it is the first modern episode. When you really think about it, the show has many eras. For a show to be on for 14 seasons, not only has to be impressive, or is impressive, but you, you kind of have to wonder, like, when will it get bad? When will it stop being bad? It, it gets better with age. It, it is like wine. In a can, out of a can, who cares? But... <laughs> But I think that this, this episode in particular really is the first modern episode for so many reasons. And there's so many, there's nothing weak about this episode, I think. Um, I think we have, you know, all, an all star comedian ca- cameoing Marilyn. Um, all the characters are great. This is Dan, Danny DeVito at one of his, I think, his best, best uh, performances as Frank. 
Um, all the characters are fucking wild. Um, and it just goes to it. It I like this episode because it reminds me of 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 my of my other favorite TV show, South Park, which has been on for twenty five years, and it goes through so many different eras and changes and stays relevant and is fun and awesome. Unlike, I'm sorry to say, like Family Guy is fun, is funny, um, and The Simpsons, yeah, but like those shows, like fuck those shows, you know, they've been on for so much longer and they don't have any of, I, I, fuck, I don't give a shit about those shows, but this episode reminds me of why I love this, I, I love them, what, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the only show that I watch is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, you're contractually obligated. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, this, this deserves a 10 out of 10. Great. What are you? Great argument there. Uh, awesome job, Adam. Uh, I gave this episode an 8.6. Not as favorable. I do think it's a very strong episode. I didn't expect this episode to be so high up on my list. It's in top five territory. Yeah. Tied up with Sweet D's Danger Tarda Person, one of my longtime mm-hmm. favorites. But uh, I'm pretty ple- uh, pleased with it. Um, this one really snuck up on me. We're going to have to see what the Dish of the Day thinks. But for now, guys, our score, our total is going to be an 8.5. Wow. 8.5, very high score for us. This is going to place it in number three. This is our third favorite episode now. Top wow. three, okay. The Gang Gives Frank an Intervention. So considering that uh, The Dish will never listen to this episode, we can, we're can. <laughs> sure we're sure of that. I know. He, uh, 100% will not so, listen. Do not tell him our, what our score is. Don't even, don't even put it on the list. Like, I, wa- I really want to see have his... to. Fuck, I know, fuck. Whatever. But <laughs> what I do you guys think he he's going to give it higher or lower? I don't think he looks at the list. I don't, know. I don't think he checks anything he doesn't related care. to the podcast. No, this is, okay. this is yes. barely a hobby for him. All right. So you, you guys are going to have to hit subscribe, <laughs> find out what the Dish of the Day thinks of this episode when we review Season 5 at the end. Uh, he also missed The Gang Hits the Road, so he's got some catching up to do. And we will see you guys very soon for another episode of Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards. Hit subscribe. Give us that five-star review. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys again very soon.